0: Hey, you're listening to Clumsy Theosis, a Catholic podcast that explores topics within the Catholic faith to help us deepen our spiritual lives, own our relationship with the Lord, and strengthen His church. Hey, what's up? My name is Rochelle Lucero. Welcome to the Clumsy Theosis podcast. I'm very excited to be talking about today's topic today. I'm excited that you have tuned in to listen. Or, actually, should I say that I am happy that you have tuned in and I am happy to talk about this topic, you know, in light of today's topic being happiness and God's design for our happiness. God has given us the virtues so that we can attain happiness so much easier in life. He's given us the virtues because the virtues make us feel like doing the good and choosing the good. Like the virtues. They change our interior disposition so that we want to do things that are good for us and good for other people. And my favorite thing about the virtues is that the virtues bring us freedom. There are so many different things that we can talk about when it comes to the virtues, and we will in time, just not in this episode. Today, we're going to focus in on the natural virtues. We're going to start from the ground floor, as it were, right, with the base foundation of virtues, which are natural virtues. And sometimes they're going to be called human virtues. And not that many people talk about the natural virtues. So when we hear about it, we're just like, wait a second. What is that? Where does that fit into, like, the cardinal virtues and the theological virtues and the heavenly virtues? I'm not sure. Like, okay. Here's the thing, you have natural or human virtues, like on the bottom base foundation of, you know, the virtue pyramid. Those are going to be good, decent qualities that we learn and we make into habits. And we learn these in a home environment or in some sort of like a community, maybe even society, but we learn them in some sort of environment and we uh, make them into habits Some people, this might be their natural disposition. You know, it's like their natural temperament. The thing about natural virtues is they have not been elevated by God's grace yet. Okay, the next level of virtues in the virtue pyramid, if we're going to call it a pyramid, which I guess I did, so we're going with it. Those are going to be the cardinal virtues, sometimes called moral or Christian or supernatural virtues. Those are the natural virtues that have been elevated by God's grace. So say you're going along and you are cultivating natural virtues through your own human effort and your will and your discipline, and then God comes along and he gives that little habit that you've created of that natural virtue. He gives it a little touch, right? And he infuses it with some grace. And now it's been elevated, okay, to a supernatural, right? To a Christian virtue. You see why it has like multiple names, why people categorize it in all these different things that basically mean the same thing. And then on the top of our ascending levels of virtue, you find the theological virtues, which are faith, hope, and love. And those are God-given, and they can only be given by God. And we can't do them ourselves. They are a gift from him. All right. So now we know where natural virtues stand in all of this and what they technically are. You know, They are good, decent qualities that we create habits out of, right? So who can have natural virtue? Are they purely a Christian thing? No, they're not. That is something I think is so beautiful. Everyone has the capacity for the natural virtues, even if they have never heard of Christianity, even if they've never heard the gospel message, they have the capacity to cultivate the natural virtues, and they probably are in some way or another, because in a way, the natural virtues They make us more true to our human nature, right? So natural virtues, they make us more human, right? Because virtues are good. That is what they are. They are the good choice in every situation. Our nature as human beings is good, right? Because we are made in the image and likeness of God. And I know some people wanna say that like human nature is barbaric or animalistic. and I don't know why people would claim that, you know, humanity was made in the image and likeness of God after all. And yes, we are fallen, but anything that we lack because of the fall is a privation of the good, And we can attain that goodness through a virtue up to a certain degree, right? Because we do need God's grace eventually, but not for the natural virtues. We can cultivate and acquire the natural virtues through our own human efforts, right? The natural virtues, they are important and they can accomplish great, great things. You know, think about ancient pagan civilizations, you know, think about the Greeks and think about the Romans. They were able to create and sustain illustrious societies for long periods of time because they valued natural virtues. Now, does that mean that everything that they did or believed was right or that it was even good? No. However, they were cultivating natural virtues, which are in themselves good, and they can give us some really good results, such as democracy and trade or philosophy or science or infrastructure, and that's all my brain is coming up with at the moment. But I think you get the point that a lot of good can come out of cultivating the natural virtues in yourself, in your family, community, or even larger society, even in the unfortunate situation where God is not known, like these ancient pagan cultures, you know? The goal of the natural virtues is for someone to be able to live a good life and to find happiness in the world. But as they say that, you might think, wait a minute, something sounds a little off. I think you might be missing something, Rochelle. And you're right, because... The goal of the natural virtues is to live a good life and to find happiness in this world, in this life, right? I've said nothing about eternal life. That's the part that distinguishes natural virtues from supernatural virtues. The goal of the supernatural virtues isn't limited just to finding happiness in this life. Yes, they help you find happiness in this life, but they go beyond this life and are geared towards eternity. Does that mean then that Christians should not worry about the natural virtues, that you know they're only concerned with this life, so we don't need to worry about them? No. If that's what you got from this, then you missed the point. The natural virtues, they are important for us to cultivate because they are what God elevates to supernatural virtues, okay? All of the virtues, they are good, and they are all going to help us as we strive for holiness but how do we do that? How do we cultivate the natural virtues? What are they? How do we make them a part of our life? I'm going to tell you, but I just realized that I'm getting close to the end of the episode and I have not taken the time to thank our most recent donor. I have to give a shout out to Eliza. Eliza, I think you have a really awesome name. I hope I'm saying it right. I think the spelling is really cool. If you want to be like Eliza. If you want to help people all over the world learn and grow from what we're doing here at Clumsy Theosis, last I checked, we are being listened to in at least 86 countries across the world. So if you want to help that effort, go to Clumsy Theosis, click the word donate in the menu so that you can become a donor and help spread the good news. All right, back to natural virtues and how we cultivate them. You need three things for the natural virtues. First is you have to have natural potential. You have to have education and some training, and you have to have hard work and perseverance. When it comes to natural potential, it's basically whether or not you are human, right? Are you a human being? Yes, you are. And the odds are you have the capacity... For Any of the natural virtues, some of them might be harder for you to achieve than others, but that's true for everyone, right? Like we are, we have some strengths and some things that are not our strengths, right? And that's probably the things that we need to cultivate are the ones that we're not super strong in anyways. But what are we cultivating? What are the virtues? Okay, well, that's where education and training comes in. Like, we need to know what the natural virtues are, and we need to have, like, a real-life understanding of how we can make them part of our daily life and make them habits, right, so that they can make us better people. Well, I hate to be the one to burst your bubble, but there is not an official list of natural or human virtues. I know, isn't that disappointing? If you know of an official list, (laughs) please send it my way, clumsytheosis at gmail.com. But I don't really think there is. It's it's basically any and every good and decent quality. For me, when I think about the virtues, I think about common decency, right? Things like gratitude and kindness and having honor and integrity and being able to persevere and having respect for others and um, self-control, being courageous and being obedient, having moderation and compassion, being sincere, being orderly, having integrity. And and I can go on and on, you know, and I'm sure you can always go on the internet and search for a list and you're going to find a list of all good human qualities, right? These are going to be considered natural virtues. And then you have to take those natural virtues and you have to create habits with them and you have to discipline yourself with them. And you might think, wow, okay, yeah, I get, I understand what these are, but how do I actually live them? It's a lot less complicated than you think. I don't want to say it's easy because it does take a lot. You know, it takes discipline and <laughs> discipline is not like the easiest thing, but it's it's less complicated than you think. So here's an example. I thought this out. For me, getting out of bed is, like, the worst. Like, I love my bed. I always have. Even when I was, like, an infant, my mom said after I would wake up from a nap, I wouldn't cry or scream or anything. I would just lay in my bed and, like, sing to myself and entertain myself. I just, I loved my bed. So, yeah, getting up is really hard for me. But when I get out of bed, when I'm supposed to, in the morning, it requires a number of different natural virtues, okay? It requires self-control for me not to hit that snooze button. It requires perseverance for me to do this every day, especially after the weekend because I let myself sleep in on the weekends. It requires forethought because the night before, I have to prepare things for the morning, It requires respect, right? I have to respect my time, and I also have to respect my husband's schedule and what he needs to do in the morning, you know? Um, It requires me to be obedient because the Lord has asked me to pray in the morning, and if I don't get up on time, something has to give, and usually it's prayer. I have to schedule it for another time in the day, right? And I don't want to do that. It requires moderation. Because before bed, I have to, you know, if I'm watching a show, if I'm reading, if I'm doing something clumsy theosis related on the computer or research or something, I have to be moderate about that and like give myself like a close, like a hard close deadline. Like, okay, that's it. Turn off the show, close the book, turn off the computer. You know, you have to get to bed so you can get up in the morning on time. It requires that I be orderly. I have to be orderly, like with my schedule, you know, I have to um, schedule out all the things that I'm doing in my life so that I can make sure I get them done, but I get to bed on time. And get up in the morning, but I also have to be orderly with my things and with my surroundings because in the morning I kind of go on autopilot, you know, and I have to know where everything is. So I have to like make sure everything's clean and neat and tidy before bed so that the morning can run as smooth as possible, right? So just by me getting out of bed in the morning when I'm supposed to with my first alarm, I am working on cultivating all of these different natural virtues. You see what I'm saying? It does require hard work, but it's not complicated, you know? So that's what we need in order to cultivate these natural virtues. We need to have the natural potential, which if you are a natural human being, you have potential. You need to have education and training. You got to know what they are and how to make them part of your life, which just takes a quick internet search. I have faith that you can do it. And it takes hard work and perseverance, which if I can get out of my bed in the morning with my first alarm, (laughs) if I can do that, I have faith in whatever it is that you are trying to cultivate with regard to the natural virtues. I think you can totally do it. Yeah. So that's what you need. And they are going to make it so much easier. The more you do them, the easier it gets. You know, at the beginning of this episode, I said that the virtues make you feel like doing the virtues. They make you feel like choosing the good. They change your interior disposition so that it's easy and you want to do them. You know, the more you do it, the more you experience the reward. And you also beat back those obstacles and you get stronger at beating back those obstacles that are maybe keeping you from fulfilling those virtues or living out those virtues, or they make it hard for you to choose those virtues. You get stronger, right? You get stronger the more you, you overcome them. The virtues are also going to help you to master your passions, which are going to give you Freedom. Now, there is nothing wrong with the passions. The passions, you know, they're neither good nor bad. They either tell you if you like something, you know, like if you're attracted to it, or you don't like it and you have an aversion to it. And that comes by way of either like love, attraction, desire, or joy, or hate, dislike, aversion, fear, anger, or sadness, right? You either have those, those are your passions. (laughs) That tells you if you like something or if you don't. The problem with the passions is sometimes our passions are disordered, meaning we don't like the things that are good for us, but we like the things that can be bad for us. You know what I mean? An example of this is maybe a diabetic who should not be eating cake, but they are strongly attracted to and they have this desire for the cake, right? It is not good for them, but they are attracted to it. The more we practice the virtues, the more they're going to help us to be attracted to the right things, to the things that are good for us, right? Because they're ordering our passions to tell us, yeah, these things are good for you. You want these things. And these things over here, they are not good for you and you do not want them, right? So by rightly ordering our passions, we now become in charge of them. They are not in charge of us. We're in charge of them. And that makes us free. And I love that. So, consider this your official invitation to start cultivating the virtues in your life. This is the time. You are going to attain so much happiness in your life now, as well as in your eternal life. And that is how God has designed it, okay? So, take Him up on that offer and cultivate them virtues. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend. Also, in the show notes, there's a link for you to sign up to get on the email list, which basically I send you the episode through your email every week. Sometimes you get some extra bonus information, but you never know when that's going to happen. Also, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as YouTube. YouTube is the new thing that we're doing here on Clumsy Theosis. You would make my heart skip a beat if you subscribed on YouTube. Because YouTube has this thing where it has these features that are available, but only if you have a certain number of subscribers. So there are things that I would like to do on the YouTube platform, but I can't because I don't have enough subscribers yet because we just launched. So if you would head over to our YouTube channel and hit subscribe, maybe click that bell also so you can get notifications when there's new episodes, I would greatly appreciate it. Next week, we're going to jump into some of the cardinal virtues. So come back I would love for you to be here with me. Also, if you have anything you want to share about the virtues, please, you can instant message me on any of my social platforms, or you can email me, clumsytheosis at gmail.com. Last week, I already received an email from David over at Pints with Jack. He heard the episode and he was like, oh, I have some quotes here that I would love to share with you. So I have those and I'm going to see if I can weave them into our upcoming episodes. But if you have anything that you want to share, please. I'm all ears until next week. Peace out.